Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase in 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. For the interview, and if you get a cue live on a laptop, watch what I'm gonna do. Welcome to the show, let them know we got a point of view. Hey, yo, let's have a combo. Say what you feel, be real, that's the motto. Real talk, pronto, doctor, D, PhD, hit the intro. Hold up, wait, gotta be social, network, global, a home for the locals. Gotta be social, network, global, a home for the locals. Chris Santos. Chris, how are you? I'm good, and you? Doing really well, really well. Thanks for coming on here with me. No, thanks for inviting me. My pleasure. Thank you. So, so it's the next day there for you, I believe, <laughs> right? It's the future. Yes. It is the future. <laughs> How weird is that? It's like, oh, it's uh, Thursday there, Wednesday here. Yes, yes, yes I got it right. Yes, you you are very right. That's right. I can. <laughs> We are right. I can tell what's going to happen like in the last few hours, if you want to know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. Well, you know, I came across you and I, I don't know, I thought it was interesting, just kind of what you're into with fashion and all those different things. And, and then I think we talked off air beforehand yes. and it seems like you're into a lot of things and, you know, what's going on in the world and stuff. So I just thought it'd be a good conversation. You know, I like talking to new people. Yeah, that's great. Me too. Yes, I do. I like different topics and I do use my Instagram and my social media to talk about pretty much everything. Um, and we tackle some very important issues from everything from and also art in general, from art to mental health, to well-being, to fitness, to absolutely everything. Well, tell me a little bit about, you know, the art thing I find very interesting um, and people who are creative. How did how has that played a big role in your life? Uh, it has been, I, I feel like I was born with art um, in running through my blood, through my, through my body. Like I, yeah. since very early age, I was fascinated. But at age four, I was catwalking and doing already. So that was special. And then after that, at uh, age seven, I started writing. I became, my first passion was poetry mm -hmm. so I used to read a lot and I wrote so many 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 like maybe over a hundred poems like yeah. as as a child so I have always been fascinated and then um as modeling as and I started modeling so I was in front of the camera and later I was behind the camera uh, I started writing books then I was taking pictures to make videos about the books and to put on social media. So I 
fell again in love with photography, but from a different aspect behind the camera. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then developed really. I love arts in general. I do sport and I have a lot of artists following me. So, and I follow them. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's a wonderful world, really. Yeah. How, how have you used art and Instagram to kind of grow that aspect? of it and i checked out your instagram with your art and stuff how have you used that to bring more light to art well look instagram is a great avenue for artists and mm. art and it in itself it's a gallery so we i call it yeah. gallery and you see it's a visual gallery and it's a visual storytelling so if you you do have to i you do have to have great content to get attract to attract people and get attention so that's what I use my love for photography to do that to uh, Instagram is great for photography so let's just use the photography and I have my vision I take pictures uh, I start with the landscape and then move on to fashion and I still take pictures of myself because mm -hmm. I like having my own um vision of what I want to look like so it's mm. so my artistic uh, vision my artistic um expression is all over my Instagram it's a way it's instant it's easy it's fast because it's visual and you are that's how I use Instagram you attract people by just look at your gallery and that's it they they will go ahead to look everything else or they will just not interested so Instagram is a great platform for artists in general. Yeah, that's interesting. It feels like it is like even photography or painting or whatever it may be, fashion. It feels like it's almost built for that type of thing. Yes, it uh, is. With okay, it, you right. know. Have you ever felt that there's maybe maybe talk about maybe the good side or the dark side and the light? You know, maybe the other aspect of using Instagram. So I think it's good. There's good things, but also there's another story too. What about that? Look, I, it's sad. Um, I, I'm very, at the same time, I'm very grateful for my followers. Mm. I don't have any, anything that, that is no one that that's toxic or bullying. Yeah. I don't accept bullying at all in my yeah. life, in my work. So the thing about Instagram as I feel this as an adult, as I use them myself, if I see anything that I don't like coming to my feed or to my followers that I call family, I'm very mm -hmm. protective of all the people that I know and, and love in general in life. So I just block. However, I feel that a younger people don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And they seem to be going back and they seem to be... Um, asking why you're doing that and get involved and the bullying starts and becomes a big snowball and not long ago just actually recently someone that i uh, through my mother my mother knows this person yeah. um someone just killed him uh, he was a young boy and just because he started something he posted very silly not harmful at all but then he started, he was start getting bullied and he started apologizing. He started yeah. getting stuck and sucked into this. The thing is bullying is if you allow, you will get stuck and you will be drawn yeah. to a very dark, very dark space and 
young, I feel that young people don't know how to get out of that. And my advice is, look, don't, don't listen. Don't, I know it's hard, but if you can just block and you're never going to hear from the person, don't engage in comments and that are derogatory or that will be toxic, will take you somewhere, you know, in, you can start, you can get, become depressed and you can, so, and also if you can't do that, also reach out for help because yeah. you can't do it by yourself. If you can't do it by yourself, you can't manage that. I am as simple as that. Come to my gallery. If anything toxic, I'll just know. And I'll never hear from him again. Done. I don't yeah. get involved in that, in that. But I'm saying I feel for young people because I know for them it's not as easy. It's, it's hard. They do get involved. They do. And I, it's not one case that I know. I know a few cases. And yeah. that's really sad. And I really always talk about this on my Instagram because I do want and I do hope for a safe web, for a safe um, place. To, the web has to be a safe place for everyone, mm. including young kids or young uh, or teenagers or young adults, or anyone and everyone. Yeah. yeah. Why, do you think it, why do you think that it's so hard for the younger generation to not get involved in these conversations just to press block what, what's the difference you think maturity just the generation they're in look i i i don't i have teenagers myself i have twin mm. boys um i fought bully for them when they were for three years they were in primary school and uh, i had to fight and i fought really hard and i i told them stay away I think online is easier because you can just block and go away. Yeah. Uh, but in person, in like in schools or in a group of friends, you are face to face. It's a little harder. But I, 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 I don't know why. Why do they get? I think they feel they need. I don't know. That is the popularity side of it. That is, uh, you are my friend. Why yeah. are you doing this? And there is they don't know how to deal with feelings in general um sometimes most of when it comes to bullying will get lost in it i believe yeah. that's a big problem i got not not long ago i said to my sons no they, they were forming a group and they were saying that is this person being mean to this person i said just remove that person to this from this group and tell everyone else that is not okay that's what I said to them. Just remove yourself and remove if the person removes. That's all. That's all. And this is a group of friends online, but also in person. So um, I think they have to sort things out and they wanted to clarify. That's fine. That, it, that can be done. But if yeah. it continues, yeah. continues, remove yourself. I say that in general in life. If you can't cope anymore, if there is a lot of toxicity around you, just remove yourself from that. It's the only way. Otherwise, we'll be sucked in that really dark place. Yeah, I think so. And it's hard for people to remove themselves from other things. You know, sometimes people, they don't know how to do it. They don't know the right way to do it. But sometimes you just have to cut it off and say, I can't be a part of this anymore. You know, that's right. It is not easy. I have to say it's not easy. Because I know as an adult, I've been through a lot um, in the middle of people who are toxic and being in the middle, sometimes you can't get away and friends and work, but I have decided that's it. 
I am getting out of this. Um, I got to depression for a very long time in my mm. life, actually my whole life. And oh. I see that, yeah, and I, now I'm out, thank goodness. But I, I did seek, I did seek professional um, treatment. Uh, and I went through one and the second, and then I was finding, it's hard to find the right psychologist as well. You need to, there are so many, so many. Yeah. Um, there are so many treatments out there. Uh, and you have to find the right psychologist, the right type of treatment for you. So what works for one might not work for others. So I went through a few and I found one and I managed to get out, but I also changed a lot of things in my life. I did get away from all the toxic people and I, I did, I, I definitely had to do that or I wasn't gonna get any better. And, and that's, it was, but it, it, I needed help. I, you, I think the best way, if you are depressed or in a dark, place you do you should seek professional help absolutely. absolutely it's really hard to do by yourself and i i tried and it was hard and hard you can't you need to find you need go and speak to someone in australia we have a great a great service that you just get on the phone for example um kids i have two teenagers so when we need to get on the phone and we anytime day and night 24 hours and it's free and someone's oh. counselor is there to talk to you. And especially, uh, I have, uh, especially if kids and they are anxious, if they get anxiety and they need it then and there, just the parents speaking is not enough. They they do, it does help a lot when they, when we have used service before. It is wonderful. So I wish everyone in the world would have that because it, not just for kids, be for nice. everyone and everyone, because one word can save a life in like in a five you know someone in a desperate situation if they can talk to someone that can save someone's life it really can yeah no it's true i mean have you felt that like the things that you've done with your instagram and online has helped other people if they messaged you and said hey you know your your page is an inspiration to me or how you conduct yourself yes i have and has happened a few times mm -hmm. um and look, if anything, I can put it out there to 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 help anyone. Uh, I do. Uh, Later, I will be releasing very soon one. I do speak a lot about um, women and um, uh, domestic violence and health, mental health. But I will also very soon uh, uh, release a post on men's mental health. We don't talk a lot about, and I don't know why, but I there is a higher, um, the, the men do commit suicide more than women. The, the yeah. number is higher for men. And I'm saying that because I also, because also because I have two boys and yeah. have suffered from mental health. And one was, is, you know, one of, of my children is two getting out of something that he had that he developed which is wonderful that he's getting out but we don't talk about and lately I have heard one two three three men I know three stories that came to me that three lives lost because of depression and they were all men hmm. so it's now time for me to write something about especially because I, for, in general but also because i have boys and yeah i want yeah it's good to say like hey you know 
uh, it's a lot of men. I think there is so much pressure on men and you're a man and you can cry. And it's yeah. like, what? You can cry. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you have tears. That means you should cry. If you keep bottom, I think men in general seem to bottle up everything yes. and not release. And that is so dangerous. I think that's the big problem, one of the biggest problems. So much, yeah, they gotta do everything they think they have to. And they're not superhero, you're not superhuman. You're just a human like everyone else and yeah. you help like everyone, everyone else. And if you need to cry, cry. I think it's a great outlet, great way to release emotions, you know? True, most definitely. How do you get inspired to really get into certain topics? You know, you're mentioning about men's mental health, um bullying how does that kind of does it come to you are you reading things how do you get inspired to start creating a post or talk about these things with people look i it's all life experience okay <laughs> yeah and from a very early age and child might have a very i was a very difficult childhood and having children who have been bullied these are very close to my heart and yeah. developmental health and, you know, gossip, all that stuff that can cause so much damage in someone's life. And I don't think people realize that. Yeah. To me, it's really important what you say, think before you speak. It's really important to pick. I you know there are all also criticism. Like I, I think it's great if you have um, so if you get criticized to improve, to help someone improve themselves, or yeah. you get criticized to put you down, put you low and keep you very low and take away all your confidence, your self-esteem. There are ways of speaking. There are ways of saying something to someone. And in my life has been from a very early age, quite difficult. And that's mm. how I, I am also diagnosed as a highly sensitive person. So I feel and I, I do think before I speak and I do want to help. So that's where it comes from. It comes from life experience, really, really. Yeah, is. yeah mm -hmm. that, that's what it sounds like. It's uh, I find that, you know, at least when we talked before that you're pretty well versed on a lot of things and you you do, you feel deeply about a lot of different subjects. Is there, is there another subject that has come up recently for you that you have felt compelled to really kind of dive in and tell others about? I always have. I always have things um, to talk about. Um, we, well, yes, no long ago, actually a couple of days ago. Another, uh, another thing that I talk about is drugs. Hmm. Why? I lost two people. Three people, two I really lost, they, they lost their lives. Um, and one, um, I just had to move away because I did mm. everything and I couldn't help. And I think drugs is if you don't want to help yourself. Yeah. It doesn't matter what other people are trying to do, they won't help you. So you need to help yourself. And that that's why I wrote my book called One Way Trip because mm. I lost people to this too not just drugs, but alcohol in general, it was a mixture of everything. Yeah. One of them was my father that I didn't meet. So I lost oh. him at the age of 12. And before I met, I was supposed to meet when I was 18, but he died when I was 12. 
And another one in my book is story one and story two. One is about my father and the other one is a friend. It is inspired. It's inspired by true stories. I, there is a lot of fiction there as well, but I, I inspired in the stories that I knew. Um, and the second story in the book is, uh, it's all about love story really, but the second is the love of two brothers, uh, the love mm -hmm. of brother for this younger brother and this world and i i seen i actually seen these two people and i've seen the love and i've never seen that love in my life i know brothers are closing but that was something so unusual and it's almost like he knew he was going to lose his little brother so he loved him so much he was we were in sports he was always cheering he was always saying look that's my brother he was so proud Unfortunately, he lost his brother and losing his brother, he felt guilty because he felt it was his fault, it wasn't. But like I say, it wasn't, but yeah. he, he came to me and said, I just wanna go and meet my brother. I just wanna go and be with him. Hmm. And um, I'm sorry, I just got a little bit emotional. I wrote yeah. this book I had in every single page and right. I've read like a million times and I don't know why thinking again just made me a little yeah, bit emotional. emotional. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Uh, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> and then um, he thought it was his fault, but not wasn't. And it didn't matter what we all did, what I did, and what the world tried to do to tell him that wasn't because it wasn't. You know, he he took his brother on a trip, the trip of his life, and there was an accident, and he lost his brother then, and that's why he thinks it was his fault. It, yeah. But he just felt so much that he lost, and he, and then that's, and then causing him to get involved in drugs and causing him to get involved in fights. And he was so young, he was really young, you know. And when he died, he was, uh, I believe, twenties, uh, early twenties, mm, just so young, young adult, really young, really young, and so so promising. He was uh, amazing. Um, player uh, he was in out in my book uh, I do right he was playing soccer and he was doing so well and he was going to go ahead but everything changed then yeah. and he and you should this book I I say to everyone who you need to to read and it's beautiful it's sad but it's also beautiful there's a lot of humor as well there's a lot of love there's mm -hmm. a lot of friendship there's a lot there's this amazing love for to uh the story about the story too especially i speak because story one is a really hard one but it has to be it's about drugs i lost my father i had to write it i don't make it i don't make it too light because i don't think drugs is it's not a light subject and it yeah. shouldn't and it shouldn't be it's called one-way trip for the reason and we talk i talk about and it i'm passionate about Unfortunately, I lost people, but I hope I let's the let's I wanted to write and hope we don't lose. If more people and more people understand and know about, hopefully they won't touch. I always say about drugs, don't touch. Don't even if don't, you know, it's about it's about not trying, it's about not touching because one try, one it can kill you. Only once. Yeah. Don't need to do one, two, three times. You can do once and die. Yeah. So that was one subject that I spoke about not, not long ago. Yeah, not long ago at all. So I'm talking here again. Yeah, so that's yeah. everything that kind of look, like I said, it's life experience. It comes to me and then I become so passionate about and then I just go out there and let the world know and help, hopefully help 
I, I really want to help people and I really want yeah. people not to lose their lives and to depression, to drugs, to whatever it is. Um, we also talk about, you know, happy, happy things and travel and beautiful yeah. places and fashion. But it's so important as well. It's really important to have good things uh, and be passionate about uh, in general and beautiful things as well. People need that too. So I'm always putting different subjects in my Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. When you mentioned earlier about like your uh, on Instagram, the people that follow you, they're like your family. Can you expand upon that a little bit? Like what that means to you? Yes. Uh, when I started Instagram, I was just posting and mm. I wasn't engaging. And when I started engage, engaging with people, I made real friends. And I, they're online, but gosh, aren't they great? They, they are so supportive and they most are people alike. So they have this beautiful galleries, the artists, but they also have an amazing message to send to the world. Yeah. And I think this is great. I found my tribe. I've been looking for, I've been looking for family or, a, or we say tribe, but I was been looking for my niche and I found the yeah. right people that are, they think are like me. Hmm. Um, I've been, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I just found they understood me. They are like me. They like art. They are supportive and they make me keep going and they keep me, they drive me to keep moving ahead. Um, and I think that comes because when I was a child, um, I was, my mom left me with my grandmother. So I wasn't, I didn't live with my mom. So I, I felt a sense I didn't have sense of belonging uh not that my grandmother was great but um I felt abandoned yeah um, so I think since then and also because I've been so different an artist I've been into art into writing into dancing into acting it was really hard for my family to understand it and I think um, many artists might go through this yes why you know and then I, I remember feeling guilty why why am I why do I dance why am I not sitting in front of a desk a lot of people are working as secretaries why why am I not like that you know I was feeling so bad because other people saying stop you know or don't don't just sit still or <laughs> or you need to yeah. get a proper job yeah. or you know that type of comment and I just felt I am not good enough I am a neck I was really I I was an excellent dancer I, I've always written I was um excellent I yeah, at school really well recognized for all my writings and yeah I just felt wasn't good enough doesn't matter how good I was and that went through my whole life not just my family and then went through work and other people and family and friends and other people that I had and I, I just attract these people and then I said that's it so when I found Instagram and then they totally got me and they hmm. encouraged me and they I said oh my god this is my happy place I found <laughs> I found my people I yeah. found people who understand me so that this is probably why and I do feel they are and I do get the the support from them and I love that and I found like I said I think I found my tribe and they, they are they are my family they are amazing no one is toxic no one is they never had a bad comment they never had they always yeah. lift you up 
it is so important to surround yourself with people who lift you up, encourage you, and that's the only way you can go forward, really is. Yeah, and you know what, and, that, and that's saying something, because you have a fairly significant following, and to not have any bad commentary or you know, inappropriate behavior means you've crafted a really lovely environment for people to feel supported and to speak positively. Yes, and I do, I look in these many years that I have been doing Instagram, I probably blocked, I blocked, it has happened, mm -hmm. but like out of all of them, maybe five, not that's, many, that's because nothing. I think, yeah. yeah, because I think they come, that is, they see, they might try, but the majority don't even try because they don't come very often, so yeah. they probably, this is not, I'm not going to get anything here, so they yeah. probably just leave anyway, and I'm like, that's great don't come if you're gonna yeah. be we are all there to support we love supporting and helping i do even dm people when people are down they actually dm you know they send me dms and yeah. i i'm there i'm like if you need to talk i'm here i if you you know i'm there and that's a two-way thing they they support me i support them and i'm they i'm there to help anyone who really needs to we also have a uh, a day coming, um, don't really remember the date, but there is a, a day in Australia that we call, we say, are you okay day? Hmm. And it's a big thing everywhere in everyone's Instagram in Australia, everyone is trying to post that. It's about, you know how you say, hi, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. And, yeah. and what happens, it's about what happens when someone says I'm not doing well. Ah. And then people go, ah, what, what do I do now? You know, and there is like, there is even a website. So you go there and they teach you where to go from, what to say, because sometimes you don't really know what to say when someone says, I'm not doing, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. really sorry. And you're like, you know, you can't, you will probably freeze. So this, so yeah, yeah. So this is a great one. So there's a website called Are You Okay Day? So yeah, so it's, it's important to, yeah, it's good. So that's what I get. I get, if there's someone come to me, Chris, I'm not well, I'm there. Yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like. You've built a really positive community. I think it's a good lesson because often we, we learn about stories that are very negative about building communities online and you know tro trolls and things of that nature. But you're showing that, hey, listen, that, that almost kind of exists in many ways if you invite it to. If you, can t if you are building any type of online and digital community and you invite the back and forth, with that, then you're probably going to invite more toxic behavior in that environment too. You're right. That's exactly right. That's what I believe. That's true. But like I said, I just wish uh, young kids would just know how to just block. Yeah. I tell kids, just block. Don't engage on con in the conversation. This is mainly for young because I think it's hard enough for adults sure. to get to get a criticism and to get bullied and to get being talked about and to get gossiped about. That is so destructive, and I I've been through this, and I that's when my depression was really heavy, mm. and I said I don't need enough this. Look, I was so depressed that I suffered a stroke. Many. Oh that's my goodness. When, that's when I was fighting the bully for my kids. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was just like, I fought and I fought and I I the results were not coming so. I moved to schools and we still had a problem. So I remember going to my kids, um, <clears throat> to my kids, um, they have an assembly and I watching my 
son that's that was hard because this is this happened on the day that I had a stroke so <clears throat> sorry again and I remember seeing all the kids happy yeah and I saw my son with the head down and then I just remember coming home and I yeah. cried yeah. and I cried and I cried so badly and that night that evening I woke up I was about 2 a.m I think and I I wasn't well and I was like oh, what's going on and I said maybe I just need to go to the toilet and wash my face and then I did and then I came back and and then I had a stroke I drew I knew it was a stroke because mm. I did my whole left side yeah and I dropped and I said I just had a friend who had a stroke and I knew I knew I knew that day I wasn't well I knew the whole day on that day after that I saw my son with the head down and so down I came home and I I, I start having symptoms that you don't know. When you're about to have a stroke, you don't know that there are, there are signs and one of, and it's with your mind. So for me, it was, I stopped putting everything in the being, everything I touched was dirty, all the food. And I'm like, this is dirty, this is dirty. And I was mm. trying to do a chocolate business at the time. It was not for me, but I was just cooking chocolate and thinking everything is dirty and I stopped putting all the chocolate in the bean and I'm thinking why am I doing this why am I doing this and that was just I was like why is this happening and then I went then that happened that night so there are there are always people who always who had strokes they have something that happened on that just before this the the time sometimes is the behavior some behaviors we change so there are always things to watch out um, I just Actually, I just read today someone on the news, a, a politician who had a stroke, and he said he's, he had a very bad headache. And so there are very strong signs that you yeah. can look out and you can, if you feel that's not quite right, maybe. Then what happens to me when I had, I dropped and I said, I'm by myself at home with two children at that time, they were even younger. I said, if I call the ambulance, they will freak out. Um, and then what I did, I called the nurse because here you get free nurse on the phone too. And then oh, I, okay. called, yeah. And I call her. She's like, so she's asking this question. She's like, you get the ambulance right now. And then I'm like, she's like, right now, just turn on, just hang up and call the ambulance right now. And then I was like, I, me, look, something that I tell, don't ever do that. So I, what I did is I said, no, I'm not, I I hang up and I said, I will wait until the morning so I don't freak the kids out. Yeah. Big mistake. Never do that. Never. Right. Just call because you might not have the time. The longer it takes, the worse it gets. Of course. It was me, silly, better, don't ever do that. So I'm just sharing this because it's important that you don't do that. If someone, if a nurse, if a doctor says, get an ambulance trail, get an ambulance trail away. Because every minute can cause can become worse. Your situation can get worse. So never do that. That was bad of me. <laughs> Just right. sharing people, don't do that. <laughs> don't do yeah. it. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. I feel like several times during this, you've you've been emotional, which is a wonderful thing. Like you're very deeply in touch with how you're feeling about different things. And I think that's an important thing to showcase that you genuinely feel very deeply about the different things that you're talking about. It's not something you're doing just for like, hey, the people will see this and it's just another thing for people to like me. Like you genuinely feel these feelings and it's important for people to get in touch with their feelings, you know? 
That's right. And I think that's really good for my writing too, because when I write, I do write from my heart. I don't just yeah. invent stuff. Like sometimes I, I, I do put quotes there, but I really engage when I write from my heart, when I talk yeah. from my heart. And why not? I think this can all help people. And I think this is all helpful. And I want to share because it can save a life in many ways, be that mental health, be that a stroke, be that health, be, be what it is. Um, and that's important to me. I think losing people and not being able to do anything, even though I try yeah. in my book, you see how much I try and you can't. And then I think that is important to me that from now on, if I can do anything, so when another person don't, that another person doesn't lose their lives, so he or she doesn't lose the great. So I will. Yeah. I think it's fascinating stuff. It's really good. I mean, you're setting a great example, Chris, and I knew this would be very positive and, and that, and, and that's what I was excited about when I talked to you before, I was like, Oh, this person really like is into a lot of things. Yeah. And it's not because sometimes you see like with art and stuff, you see a picture, but you don't know the story behind the picture. And it feels like for you, you have the picture, but you want the story to be told as well. Absolutely. And I do use pictures, but go to my captions because yeah. there is where you're going to see what's behind of everything. It's in there really. Yeah, it, it's important. And I think Instagram is so powerful. So let's use for the good. Yeah. Do you have any advice as we wrap up here for people who are getting on Instagram and have the best way to build a positive, powerful, familial community on there? Yes. Well, look, I have got a blog as well. Um, my blog has got books and in my books, in my, the blog is photosbychris.com.au. The books that I have got a few in one of them is how to grow your Instagram. And that's not just the technical side. It's also, I just also talk about being nice. I also talk about being engaged. You have to engage, get to know your followers Yeah. because yeah. you need to know who is supporting you and you need to know well the people who are there and that way you get the right support from the right people uh, make real friends instagram is great it is for 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 business but also you can real you can make real connections mm -hmm. real mm -hmm. friendship real support and it's a great way to showcase your work yeah uh be nice always i always say that very important. Let's create a safer web, a kind web, and let's make, you know, that can improve people's lives and help people in general. So that's my main, probably my main advice for this. Uh, it's great advice. I think it's great advice Thank to you. end on here. I mean, it's wonderful stuff. Chris, it's been a pleasure having you on Thank and you so uh, look forward to sharing this on Instagram. Uh, and Thank you so much. I'll, de I'll definitely put it there. As soon as is out, I will definitely put it out there, the links and everything. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Well, Chris, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me. It was wonderful talking to you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dr. D's Social Network. Make sure you listen to future episodes. Also, please make sure to rate and review My Dad's Show on Apple Podcasts in the Rate and Review section. Thanks, everyone. If you plan to study medicine, apply for the U.S. Army's Health Profession Scholarship Program and launch yourself into a medical career like no other. It offers full tuition and the support of one of the largest 
most advanced healthcare networks in the world. A career of innovative medicine without a lifetime of debt. That's the Army difference. Learn more at GoArmy.com slash tuition paid.